Hello, everybody. Thank you for tapping into Windy World Daily with Windy Washington. And we have an amazing gospel rapper, music producer, and fashion designer, D. Wynn. Hey, D. Wynn. How are you today? Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm greatly honored. This is very special. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, and thank you for having the time for coming on my show today. I greatly appreciate it. Sure, thanks for having me. I had to clear my whole schedule. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much, because I know how busy production is, as well as you being a fashion designer. So, uh, and we're really going to get into that later on. But before we get started with my questions, if you can give a small glimpse into your world about being an artist, a producer, and a fashion designer? Sure. It pretty much all just kind of started just hearing songs on the radio, riding around in the car with my friends, us just taking turns, playing and rapping over it. And um, once I got to high school and LeBron was becoming a big thing, I used to play basketball, I said, I'm nowhere near LeBron. so. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped playing basketball. I said, I'm not going to the NBA. And then um, I got into music, uh, started recording, and then I went to Chicago and then pretty much launched myself as D-Win. And in Chicago, I also went to school uh, at the Illinois Institute of Art Chicago oh, for fashion cute. design. So that's how everything kind of started, me going to Chicago. And then you decided to relocate here to Los Angeles? Yes, I had accomplished everything I felt like I needed to uh, accomplish in Chicago. I hit the ceiling and my head yes. was kind of cracking through. So <laughs> since I was a since I was a shorty, I always wanted to live in LA. So I said, "Hey, let me let me give LA a shot." And here we are. Yeah, well, that's a beautiful thing, and congratulations on your journey here to Los Angeles. And I'm so happy that LA is able to meet and fulfill your dreams. Thank you uh, so much. All things, all things are possible uh, with determination and having faith, and which I know that you do. Yes, I, I completely, completely agree 100%. Yes. Great. Okay, so moving into questions. Can you share some of the key musical and spiritual influences that have shaped your gospel rap style? Sure. <clears throat> it's, it's a long list, but I'll just narrow it down to a few. Um, it's a preacher. She's called Dr. Cindy Trim, and her prayers are amazing. They will change your life. Musical influence, I would say, uh, my good friend Demetrius West. Um, we just did Gospel Superfest over the weekend. It's going to oh. be premiering on BET Christmas and Christmas Eve. It's going to be all over TV. So that's just a few. And Kanye West, he's been a big uh, influence just in general. <laughs> Well, that's great. Well, yeah, he's he's my favorite too. And um, matter of fact, uh, uh, one of my good friends that I interviewed uh, before you, uh, he actually worked at Sunday service. He was actually oh, okay. the person that uh, brought in the guest and greeted them. Yeah. So it's a, wow. it's a good, yeah, yeah. So he worked uh, for Kanye West um, at Sunday service. Yeah. Yeah, you know LA is this small little circle. You you, <laughs> you know somebody who know it's it's anything can happen here. I like that. That's yes, really good. Indeed. 
How do you draw inspiration from your faith and personal experiences when crafting your lyrics and music? Well, I had to completely do a 360 on my music when um, I had got back in church. I was making different type of music. So it took me a while. I didn't even know if I could be a gospel rapper. I didn't know if it was going to be, it gets labeled as corny. I wasn't for sure. So I started making a lot of songs. And what I did was I would take certain instances uh, from my, my past and my childhood and just kind of bring them in and just put put emphasis on certain things. Um, and then I would just kind of think about, like my mother really never supported my music career because she's very much of a Christian. Yes. And I, I started to see her actually started to like the new music. So <laughs> that that was shocking because I never had her support ever. So I just kind of, and then what I do too is um, sometimes I read the Bible and I take certain scriptures oh. and sprinkle them in. Because mm -hmm. if you, you know, if you don't like whatever you believe in, if you if you rap in my music, you automatically activate in those things into your life. So Absolutely. I sprinkle in a little bit in the lyrics, and sometimes the the songs be freestyles too. Um, I do everything here, and I just plug in and just let whatever comes out comes out. Yeah, because when I listened to your music, I was definitely captivated. I was like, wow, he really has something. And your music is 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 great. Even the music you, you were talking about that you launched a couple of years ago. I mean, it's so easy to re reposition, you know, that music back into the marketplace if you chose to. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, Thank you so much. You're welcome. As a multifaceted artist involved in gospel rap, music production, and fashion design, how do these different creative outlets influence and inspire each other in your work? They're two different lanes. Cause like when I'm, when I'm in a design and I bounce back and forth, cause I like design the cover art. I designed the t-shirt to go with the song. So they, they kind of collide because being, being an artist, you in you're in front of the camera, you gotta, you know, you gotta look cool. You gotta look fresh. And then when you design it, um, you're thinking about the customer in mind, and then you're thinking about the celebrity or the the type of uh, teenagers you want wearing your clothes. So it just it just kind of all collides and just kind of all goes together because I I have like a vision of who I'm specifically designing for. Even sometimes um, I go to the USC uh, Trader Joe's. I don't live too far from it, and um, I just people watch. I'm looking at my customer, and I'm saying, oh, I'm, if I if I start to see a consistent pattern. Like everybody's wearing Crocs, everybody's wearing great teeth. I make a mental note, and then when I get home, I'm I'm that's where my mind is that I'm I'm aiming for that for that customer. And the same thing with the music too, because um, I stay in. I have a lot of cousins. I have so many cousins. I don't need friends. I have a humongous family. <laughs> it was nine. It was nine of it. my mother has nine, eight siblings, nine including her. So I have a million cousins. Yes. So I. I stay tapped in with the youngins and, and keep up with what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I just, I people watch and just kind of pay attention and then just draw inspiration. You're definitely a true artist. It's funny because when you speak with musical artists and designers that are pretty much, the personalities are definitely the same, uh, the frequency. Um, I just think it's because artists artists are creators. So when you have this mindset and your creator, 
um, you're very much brilliant. So you're, you're on a different playing field. So I, I totally understand that because I have a lot of artists in my family and they have that mindset like, um, I'm fine with my circle. I'm fine with my family. It's because you're content because you have so much in your heart and your mind to give to the world. You don't need anything else because you're, you're sufficient. So yeah, yeah I get it. <laughs> That's great. Um, could you walk us through your typical creative process from the initial idea to the finished product, whether it's a rap first, a beat or a fashion piece? Sure. <clears throat> Strangely enough, <laughs> I write most of my music while I'm driving. You know how traffic is, you know, everything is 30, 40 minutes away. So while I'm stuck in traffic, I'll just pull up a track and I'll just come up with a melody, come up with an idea, record myself and then get home. And then I'll just play it and run through it. Just go, just run through it, say whatever thought. And then I'll go through and dissect and pick which parts I want to keep, play it again. And then it's, it's kind of like the skeleton of the song. Yes. And and then I'll um and then I'll start because I punch record. I don't sit and just write sixteens and just record all the way through. I have asthma, so my breathing is kind of weird. And my friend was like, "You need to start punch recording because it's messing up your delivery." So when I record, I'll say I'll do like four four bars and then I'll stop, play it. I don't, and I'm kind of like Dr. Dre. You know, Dr. If you know, you know, Dr. Dre make you redo a line seventy five <laughs> times. <laughs> you know that about Dre. <laughs> so I'll go in, I want to perfect it, make it right, make it right, make it right. And then that's how I'll do it. And then um, sometimes uh, how I kind of started music producing is the producers be making the beats too long. They be just overproducing stuff. So I found myself having to go in and fix the beats and take this out and drop this in. And that's pretty much how I got into musical production. Um, I always have to have to direct, uh, Jimmy Iovine say, produce the producers. I always have to produce people. So that's a little bit of uh, my creative process when it comes to music. Um, designing is completely, it's almost a little similar, but I kind of put up an inspiration board. Like I said, I'll people watch and see kind of what, what's in the streets. You know, you gotta be in the streets. You gotta know what people are doing, what people are wearing, what people are listening to you got to really know the customer, like what they're eating, their lifestyle. So I'll put up all these pictures. And then from there, I'll just kind of start coming up with images and coming up, like going by fabric. And then um, I have a production house here in LA too. So then I go there and we make the pieces. Oh, that's amazing. That's really amazing. So it, it, yeah. it intertwines. It, it definitely delivers who you are as an individual. That's great. How does your faith play a role in your artistic expression and how do you aim to convey spiritual messages through your music and fashion designs? Sure. So I don't curse on my music anymore. I don't say the N word anymore. Um, it's all clean, positive music, you know, and I think it's like, you know, kind of how Will Smith kind of get flack for how positive and clean he was. It's not like that. It's kind of current, it's hip, and it's me, you know, uh, people who know me, that they, they won't listen to my music and say, oh, he's being fake. This is a, a caricature of him on a, on a song. 
Um, far as the faith, like I said, I don't over push it because when you over push it and you judge people, you're pushing them out the door. They're not going to listen. They're not going to want to um, take your advice. You know, you got to live the life that you want to promote. And if you live in that life, people will see it and they'll say, there's <clears throat> something different about him. Um, I remember I was at an event and I was just drinking water. And this lady came up to me and said, oh, you're, you're not drinking? I was at Soho House. And I was like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't drink. And, she, and we had a whole conversation about it. And she was, we had a very similar experience and everything. So it's just like, you can really lead by actions versus shoving a Bible down someone's throat. It doesn't work. It used to, you know, it used to work in the 90s and the 80s. But we in 2023, you got to have a different approach when, you, when you're trying to push that and at the end of the day, you're not sending nobody to heaven or hell. So, you know, we, we can't judge people. Absolutely. So that, that's, that's really my, my, my way of doing it. And uh, I think one thing that'll make me stand out is I can rap with the rappers and I don't have to cuss. And I don't got to degrade women. I don't got to talk about big booties or none of that. And it's like, wow, this, this is still cool music. Yes. So I'm showing, I'm showing people you can be yourself and you don't have to go down that line. Mm -hmm. You know, and you and you can do something different. I'm the different one in my family too. I'm different from everybody. I'm the, I'm the black sheep. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, that means that it. you're um, highly favored and you're special. So, I mean, usually, believe it or not, it, when we say black sheep, sometimes it's the reverse, and it's the highly. Ooh. Yeah, it's the reverse, and then it's because you're the highly favored. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. That's a good way to think about yeah, it. Yeah, because most black sheep are highly favored and they're the ones that end up being the biggest outcome. Mm -hmm. This is yeah. true. So in the studio, how do you balance the technical aspects of your music production with the emotional and spiritual elements to create a gospel track that resonates with listeners? That was hard. I had to really adapt to that because like I said, I can't cuss no more. I can't say the N word. I mean, I can, but I'm choosing not to because I'm trying to promote a certain type of image and a certain type of sound. Um, believe it or not, it's really hard finding gospel beats. So I, I struggled with that in the beginning. Um, and then some people, they don't want to work with you because you are doing gospel music. So I really had to zone out and really like go through and just hand pick every single beat and just really like figure out a topic and figure out like not everything is going to come out, mm -hmm. but I pick and choose and I have like groups of people who I trust and I send them like a playlist, like what what songs do you like off this? And then if I'm seeing a consistent pattern and that that's kind of how I know what song I need to release, like the song I'm about to release. It's a it's a song I was never gonna put out, but everybody I accidentally played it, and everybody was like, "Oh no, yo, you need to drop this." And I was like, "Is okay, that the same one I'll I listened to?" Uh, yes, yes, that's the yeah, one you it's heard. Great. It's really good. Yeah, it's good. My friend was on me. She was like, "This needs to be the first song <laughs> that you play for people. You need to really drop yeah. this." Yeah. So yeah, you you got an early listen. Well, of thank it, so you. It's, coming it's out. great. Have you have Thank you encountered you. any challenges or moments where your faith clashed with the demands of the music or fashion industry, or how do you navigate those situations? Yeah, I've had to turn down some record deals because of that. What they wanted me to do, what what they wanted the image they wanted me to be wasn't me, and I didn't do it. I turned it down, and 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 it was very depressing. It was very hard. 
Um, I was in a group and, you know, the individual went off, forgot about me, used me pretty much to get a record deal and act like he don't even know me. You know, it's been all kind of situations like that. But I do believe when you living in your purpose and you doing what what's supposed to what you're supposed to do and you're, and you're doing it the right way, you're not snaking people and doing stuff like that. The right opportunity will come. But it's been very hard being an independent artist and then like seeing the artists uh, that they, you know, promote in the industry as much. So it's been it's been a little struggling, like feeling like I'm better than this artist, but I'm not on that level. But you don't know what certain artists had to do to get there. You don't know what what, what went on behind the scenes. So um, it's been very hard. But the good thing about it is with me taking this longer route, I've gotten to know the industry. I know my triggers. I know what I will do. I know what I won't do. No amount of money is going to buy me. And I'm going to freely express my art. But I do want a record deal. So that's hard. Too. Yeah. But your, music's, your music and your brand, it speaks for itself. Yeah, it, it speaks for itself. It's not like you have to even shove that down anybody's throat. It's 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 you want to you want to hear it, and your your uh, your cover it's great. Like your whole brand is great. So I mean that's what why I wanted to interview you. Not even because I even heard your music. It was because of what you were saying and your delivery as a as a person wanted me to interview you and have a conversation on my show so thank you so much i've had so many people tell me the only way i'm gonna be successful if i go back to making secular music and i'm like and these these are people in the gospel industry have told me this more than three people and i'm like wow yeah well you'll be surprised (laughs) i mean sometimes that's their own experience and it's unfortunate when people have different experiences in their own world they kind of want to you know, push it off on your experience. And I believe that everybody's experiences are all different. They are not the same. And the only thing that a person can do is to advise you based on their experience, but they can't ponder their experience off on you. And then you make it your own. That that would just, it wouldn't be fair to you and your journey. I agree. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So in the studio, how do you balance the technical aspects of music production with the emotional and spiritual elements to create a gospel rap track that resonates with your listeners? What I've been doing recently is um, I've been taking like old gospel songs and like slowing it up, slowing the um slowing the track up and it sounds like real slow and then I'll bring in a new beat so it's like I'm creating this new sound I mean I won't say it's like really new because other people have done it but I'm bringing a new sound to my audience with I'm taking I'm taking the past and I'm resonating with the new some songs I'm completely singing on with auto-tune granted I can't really sing but some songs it's just straight raps straight bars straight just going in and then certain songs it's like the raps, the raps is shorter, but the hook is longer. And then I got songs where I'm collaborating with people and I'm taking a backseat and letting them shine. So that's that's pretty much the uh the in studio recording process and how I resonate. Um and then a lot of times too, what I've been doing, like I'll take certain stories from the Bible and I'll put my own twist on it. Like I'll tell it from 
from my point of view, but like like if you if you got like a scripture, I'll take out certain because some scriptures be too long. I take out certain words, but still keep the same message. Beautiful. That is so great. That's really great. And your involvement in fashion design adds another layer to your artistic identity. How does your personal style intersect with your faith? And how do you use fashion as a means of self-expression and storytelling? My personal style with my faith. I, w- I mean, I, I can't say my personal style has, uh, like, my faith and my fashion. They don't really collide too much. But I, I have made certain shirts, like, Jesus is the reason and putting a scripture on the back. I, I, start, I very first started off making shirts like that when I was designing because I was inspired by um that brand in Atlanta. Uh, I can't even think of the name of it. It's a brand in Atlanta that got Jesus is Dope. God is Dope, I think is the name of it. I was inspired by them a lot when I very first started creating a brand, but it kind of it kind of just went a different way. But um, I'm sorry, what was the question? That's okay. It's perfectly fine. Um, which you were answering it correctly. How does your personal style intersect with your faith and how do you use fashion as a means of self-expression and storytelling? As far as fashion and storytelling, my like personal how do you style. storytell your fashion? And storytelling. And your artistic identity. My artistic identity. <clears throat> With my personal style and my storytelling. Um, like this, this Winfield Rams, it's like been real popular uh, with my brand. This actually came from like me referencing high school. Like when um, when I was in high school, we had this store that you could go to and you can buy like the t-shirts and stuff. And then I remember when we would go to like visiting schools, when our team would play another school, we would have our shirts and we would have our hat <laughs> and we would, you know, feel feel like we're cool and we're we're part of something. So I, I wanted to bring that back because out in LA, I thrift a lot. Like the thrifting is like amazing. The Rose Bowl every second Sunday of the month. You could just really get inspired by the past. So that's kind of how like I took my influence from like school and stuff and just kind of brushed it in and kind of just trickled it in on the fashion side. And then like um, all of the shirts got like 90210 on the back. And that's just like me kind of just taking like Beverly Hills and like this my I'm Beverly Hills. So let me let me take this. I've really never seen nobody put a zip code on the back. At first it was twenty one, the number yes. twenty one. And then I turned it into nine oh two one oh. I kept looking at it and it that just popped in my brain. So yeah, I take I take different um different elements and different people and different uh, you know, genres of fashion that I'm influenced by. Um I could show you like i had this uh this jacket that i found at a thrift store and then like i remade it and made it out of a different fabric and added like an exaggerated pocket you know so it's just all over the place really when it comes to that but i pull a lot from the past a lot of my inspiration comes from the past and then i just repurpose it to a 2023 that's good that's great well you answered the question perfectly I'm sorry. I feel like I was rambling. No. I, got, I, I didn't know if I was getting off topic. I'm sorry about that. No. I could talk no, today. No, it's fine. I'm like, it's fine. How there are there specific design elements or symbols in your fashion creations that carry spiritual significance? And if so, could you share those examples and the stories behind them? 
There aren't any. There aren't any. Um, now, I will say with my, so I have my fashion brand, Winfield, and then I have my music brand, Winfield Sound. So say, for instance, I'm coming out with a new single. I'll design a T-shirt and drop it with the song. Sometimes I might incorporate um, that type of stuff into the artwork and into the music. But um, most times I don't. I don't on the fashion side, but on the music side, yes, I do. I do incorporate, like, I got um, a single called Trust God, and um, I put the cross on the back, and the front artwork is like, a, it's like an angel, and it's like, it's like a composition of an angel, the world, and a hand, you know, so, so sometimes I do, but not a lot. I don't really put religious views into um, the clothing okay. as much. And, um, you know, Fashion Week is coming up um, later this month. LA Fashion Week. So, are you going to maybe promote your brand or network during Fashion Week? What's so funny about that? I was with my friend yesterday, and you know how you get the stories. He just, we was there last year, and I'm like, wow, it's been a year. So, yes, we did talk about it. We are going to go, and I always wear my stuff and network. And, you know, then you bump into right. people, you know, the models, you see the DJ, and it's just people you know. So, yeah, I do want to get to a point where I can do LA Fashion Week, New York, whatever Fashion Week. But yeah, I'm gonna go and promote, and it's it's down exactly. the street, it's by the Staples that's Center. I, I don't live too far from downtown, yes. so yeah, I'm okay, gonna go. Okay, well that's good, that's good. And when, what about your single that you're gonna be dropping? When it, when are you gonna drop it? So that's gonna drop Christmas. Oh, that's beautiful. That's gonna be great. Along with the taping from gospel super fast so i'm gonna drop the song the same day that the tv stuff oh well, good oh good so we have to make sure we round back and do a blurb about your drop as well as the gospel super fast sure i would yeah, love to so i'll make sure you that and we'll talk about that so we could do a quick you know roundabout Sure, I, w- I would love to come back and uh, talk about the experience from uh, the performance. This was the biggest thing that I've done to date, so it was, wow. And, and it was my first time being at a taping, so now I know how award shows work, because they did let me sit in the okay. audience, so I I have a whole nother view on TV. Good, now. <laughs> good, that's good to hear. And can you tell my audience and viewers how can they find your fashion line, how can they find your pages? Um, and how can they find your current music? Um, is that if it's on all music platforms? So if you could let everyone know. Sure. Um, you can find me, D Always Wins. The letter D Always, W I N S. That's my social media for every platform. Um, Winfield is abbreviated W I N F L D. And then for the music, also you can just put in D Win or Winfield Sound, and it'll oh, that's pop up. beautiful! So that's simple. I love brands that have the same, <laughs> the same information, you know, because um, it's so easy to find. So everyone heard that um, D always wins on all platforms, and then if you go on all music platforms, you can look under D Win. And you can find him on all music platforms. And then we will round back during the Christmas holiday 
so we can do a quick blurb on uh, the gospel music fest and when his single launches. And I look, definitely look forward to that. Sure, thank, thank you so much. You are very kind. <laughs> thank you. Uh, words cannot express how happy I am to be sharing my story on your amazing, huge platform. All the dope people that you interviewed. Thank you thank for Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for taking time out on your schedule coming on my show because you have a great brand. It's positive and it needs to be told. Um, and, you know, you're, you're doing great things. And um, I just think uh, the sky's the limit and it's all about alignment and staying consistent and focused. That is, that's key. And you're doing just that. And um, I want to thank everybody for joining Windy World Daily with Wendy Washington. And thank you once again, everyone, for being on my show. Hi, everybody. My name is Wendy, and I am the host of Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington. Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington is Monday through Friday for 15 minutes every morning, exploring and introducing Hollywood's most trending topics to interviewing creative influencers and celebrities. I will be living a world daily of entertainment, fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. I can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. So make sure to subscribe and be ready to download Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington. I look forward to seeing you there.